Hello, this is Mark Richter with another episode of Linux for the Layman. Want to feel safe, secure, and capable when using your computer? This is for you if you want to succeed and know you can handle your computer tasks with ease. Today I will talk about what drew me to using Linux at home. I'll have to go back in time a little bit here. When I bought my first PC in 1982, they were incredibly expensive. My IBM PC was 64K, yes, K kilobytes of memory, no hard disk, two floppy drives and a dot matrix printer cost over $4,000. I also bought MS-DOS because that was part of the mix. That was about $100, but they threw it in as part of the package. So I could actually use the machine. And I also bought a database application so I could do something with the computer. I also managed to get a free copy of WordStar, an early word processor that normally ran for about $300 a copy. That might have been a freebie they threw in, and it might have been a different kind of freebie I won't talk about here. Back then, software was extremely expensive. The first update to MS-DOS was another $100, and it did have, to me, what looked like anywhere near $100 worth of changes that would make it worthwhile. Most of the software for PCs was expensive, and I really discovered I don't like to pay money for software. Any software. I did finally buy a copy of Windows 95 in early 1998 for only $50. I thought that was a decent bargain. It was going for over $100 when it first came out. I even upgraded to Windows 98 for only $15 more. But late in 1998, I went to work for a company that was developing a modification to improve the speed of one of the Linux kernel drivers. That was my introduction to Linux. I found that version of Linux very complicated to put together, to install and use, and way too difficult to use for general purposes in a home environment, so I let it go. But I was hooked. For one thing, that version had no graphical user interface, what we refer to now as a GUI, because they're everywhere. Windows, to its credit, has always had a GUI. It's not perfect, but it is highly usable and quite user-friendly in a lot of ways. Every now and then, or every new major release, has major changes to move some things around that makes them harder to find, especially if you're used to finding them in the old place. You can always search the web for answers, but it's kind of annoying when you're used to going here, and it's not here because it's been moved over there. While I was working for that company, I found two more highly attractive draws to Linux. There was a machine in the lab that had been running Linux continuously for over two years. It might have been longer. It might have been up to 12. I'm not sure. But I know it was at least two. That's continuously running, no reboots, no crashes. That's a reliable operating system. This is back when Windows was practically guaranteed to crash if you left it up and running for 45 days. Turns out there was a bug in something in the early versions of Windows that didn't handle that very well. Linux, on the other hand, was extremely reliable. 
Linux also had security built into it from the start. It's not perfect. Very little computer security is perfect. But in this day, malware on Linux is extremely rare. There was almost none back then. And there are easy ways to make sure they don't hit the users. All you have to do if you take Linux home with you is when a security update comes out, upgrade your operating system. It takes less than 10 minutes and you're back up and running. I decided I was going to find a good, user-friendly distribution of Linux. A friend of mine at one job recommended I try another one that was supposed to be really good. And it was cheap. I think it only cost me $25. And all I paid for was the documentation and the disks themselves because the Linux that came with it was free. I confess, I did not like that one either. I found... I found the GUI not at all user-friendly, and it did not have any organization that made logical sense to me. I had the worst time just trying to install an application on it, like a word processor. They are free, but getting it installed? I didn't like that process. Nine years after I was first introduced to Linux, in 2007, I went to work for a company that was doing all their development and distribution on a distro of Linux called CentOS. Community Enterprise Operatings OS. This is a free distribution of Red Hat Enterprise Linux, one of the most widespread distros in the world, but Red Hat is not free. Red Hat charges a lot for their support, and their customers are mostly corporations that can afford and require really good support. CentOS was for users who didn't want to pay that kind of money for support and were willing to get it for free. I sat down at my brand new work desktop computer, it didn't have an operating system on it, with a disk for CentOS, and I installed it. I was delighted. Fifteen minutes and the computer was up and running. I could log in, poke around, see what was there, play with it, and the GUI for the installation was super easy to follow and smooth as silk. I thought, this is a distro I can take home. So I did. I haven't always stayed with CentOS. In 2010, there was a lag time between CentOS releases and Red Hat releases because at that time, CentOS people had to remove all the branding and Red Hat logos from the distribution before they could send it out. And after six months of waiting for the new release to come out, I got impatient. Someone suggested I would like Ubuntu and I installed that at home, and I loved it. The Ubuntu GUI and the administration were really simple and easy to follow. In 2012 or 2014, I don't recall exactly which, the GUI changed to one that was much more restrictive in how it appeared, and there were certain configuration changes that I had made before that I couldn't make anymore, and I didn't like that at all. I heard that Xubuntu was more flexible and I could configure it any way I wanted. It was also a thinner desktop management system. It uses less memory and less CPU time. I switched to Xubuntu and that's what I run to this day. I convinced my partner to run on Linux and all my computers at home run Xubuntu. It does what I need and I'd venture to say what most users need. It is all free, it is reliable, it is secure, it's easy to install. And if you don't like the GUI you get, the desktop manager, 
you can go out and pick one you like. There are many of them out there. In fact, a lot of people say there are too many. How do I find the right distribution of Linux? You can test them out on the web. Find one you like, try it. Yes, there is a learning curve. These days, it's relatively easy to learn. And there are a few distros out there that are made or come looking exactly like Windows or can easily be modified to look exactly like Windows. So if that's what you're used to, you can do that too. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this useful, maybe entertaining, and hopefully educational. Feel free to send constructive feedback or any questions you might have to me at linuxforthelayman at gmail.com. Have a great day. Bye for now.